Hey, hey, y'all. What's up? What's going on? So today we're going to be doing our love after lockup recap, okay? They they going to be coming a little late sometimes because I'll be having stuff to do. And I definitely ain't going to do no reviews on Friday because that's the day I do a whole lot of stuff with the family and all that. But they going to come, okay? We're going to keep on trying to keep it consistent because I see that you guys have been watching them. So today we're going to go ahead and just jump right into it. Um... I noticed that today they didn't show Lacey and Antoine. So I guess they're not that big of characters like some of the other couples or whatever. But it's all right. So let's talk about Rick and Radine first. So, you know, he went he went to the family dinner or whatever. And he now he's starting to feel a little uncomfortable about the whole Kate situation. Because the whole family knew about her. And it just seems like it's more than what he thought it was. Um, even though he didn't think it was anything because he didn't even know about it to begin with. Like, she kind of kept it from him. And, I mean, he has a lot of questions. She was invited to the dinner. She's, like, virtually there. <laughs> um, you know, they gave her a little bit of virtual food. You know, it was just it was just weird, you know. And she's definitely, like, somebody that seems like she's going to be there forever. I mean, and Radine already said that. Like, she ain't going nowhere. So they gonna have to figure it out, both of them. So she did, I mean, he has, like I said, he has a lot of questions, but he didn't ask her right away. He allowed them to get their freak on first because he's like, you know what, I've been waiting 10 years for this. I'm gonna get what I'm gonna get. Like, if we gonna break up, at least I'm gonna make sure I get the kitty cat. You know what I'm saying? So I know what he was doing there. It's all right. We see you, boo. I mean, man got some needs. And like he said, he hasn't done anything with, like, they did eventually have a discussion. And he was like, you know, she did keep it from him. He, she was like that. She didn't want him to kind of like, Kind of like get scared off or whatever, so she kept it from him. Um, but she mentioned in the commentary that she has more feelings for Kate than she has for him. You know, she said that she has feelings for him, but she just got these feelings like maybe for five years. He's had them for like the whole entire 10 years, you know, like since the beginning. I guess he's one of those people that when they catch feelings, they catch feelings. And he was like, he hasn't done anything with anyone because he didn't want to feel like he was cheating on her. So, you know, he was a faithful man, although she was not faithful to him. And I think that she likes what Kay has to offer her more than what he gave her. Because she was like, you know, Kay really knows what she's doing. I mean, how many people has Kay done it with in that particular place? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know. I can't judge the girl, but you never know. Um, but uh, so we have Martel and Kayla next. So Kayla, she she reveals to us that she did lose both of her parents. So, but she's pretty close with Martel's mother or their bonding or whatever. So she appreciates that connection that they have because obviously, like I said, she doesn't have her parents in her life. And um, she did ask the mom, like when they was at brunch or whatever, they met up, if females is something that she has to worry about. You know, in her face, the mother said, hmm, like, you don't have to worry about that. But in the commentary, she's like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> she was like, it is what it is. Because he knows a lot of people out here. And women are going to probably come up to him and stuff like that. You know, he got some exes. You know, he was out in that fast life. So he probably knew a lot of women. Probably had a lot of, you know, situations and stuff like that. Um, So, yeah. 
So now she has him come over to the place where they're going to be staying at. Because, you know, she done gave up everything. She left her family and moved down to, what is it, Atlanta? So she got a place, a nice little, I think, two-bedroom, two-bathroom, she mentioned, apartment or place or whatever. So she's showing him, giving him a little tour. And he noticed that there was some crumbles, some little crumble-looking stuff on the stove, on the black stove. You know, luckily it was a black stove, probably would have looked worse. And he's like, so when's the last time you cooked? You know, because I see all of this on here. You know, and for her, she felt like that took away from her accomplishments. It took away from everything that she did to make sure that he was good by the time he got there. And, you know, instead of being appreciative, he's kind of like complaining. So I could definitely understand why she was in her feelings i could see both of their sides that's the kind of person i am like i see why she was in her feelings about it she also felt embarrassed because he pointed it out while they're on camera and she's feeling like you're trying to call me dirty or something and then on the flip side he's he's more of a clean freak and he's like you know i'm not gonna live a certain way for anybody you know, so I'm just putting it out there. I just asked a question. Like, I didn't try to, like, say you're dirty or anything like that. I'm just asking, like, when was the last time? Because, you know, I noticed and I noticed that stuff wasn't folding. And, you know, he mentioned that, like, later on. So I'm like, yeah, he definitely seems like he's, he said, like, even when he was in his cell, he had his cell a certain way. Like, his cell was nice and tidy and stuff like that so he's like i like everything clean like i keep myself put together regardless if i was in jail or not like i made sure i was good so he's one of those type of people like he's really cares about his appearance he cares about how his place looks and if she's not as tidy as him they could always have some type of issue it seems but he wasn't with the arguing back and forth he just kind of was like he, he kept it quiet. He wasn't really arguing. He didn't really, like, get loud or anything from what they showed. He just called somebody up and he was out. Like, just like that. Like, he ain't need, he ain't need to tell her where he was going. He just was out. Like, that's pretty much it. I guess that was his way to cool down, not have to argue, just chill out, have a good time. Because he's like, yo, like, I'm trying to, like, just enjoy and here we go, like, arguing. Like, this is not what I'm trying to do right now. So... I mean, that could definitely end up bad if if he's going to, every time they have a situation, he kind of runs away from it. So we have Chance and Taylor. So he was complaining that she wasn't eating her pizza. And it was 8 o'clock. She said she wasn't really, like, trying to eat pizza at that time. She's like, why are you getting mad that I'm not eating pizza at 8 o'clock? You know, <laughs> And he's like, well, you said you was going to eat with me. So if you didn't want to eat, you could have just kept it real. And then he started like going off and then like cursing. And the two girls is there. And, you know, the girls is getting involved. I'm like, how is this okay? You know, I'm like, why do you have your daughters in this type of situation? He's only literally been there. I think at that point it was like, it said like three days or something like that. He's already having big problems with her sister where her sister don't even want to come out of the room. And I'm just like, this ain't it. Like, I really hope that she really takes this look and reflection and starts finding out, like, what she really wants in life. Because I feel like, I mean, and not from the outside looking in, but just from the little parts that I've seen, he seems like he's... She said initially she liked the fact that he's controlling and jealous, but 
now she's trying to see like it's more than what you thought and it's like yeah over the phone it was one way but now that it's actually in front of you in front of the kids you say you don't like arguing in front of the kids now it's becoming reality like now you're saying that you don't really like the drama like you could tell she's not here for it so i don't know she just seems like more of an easygoing person and she said that she thought she told her sister like she thought this was going to be easy she thought that this was going to be a dream but now she's kind of feeling like she's overwhelmed she thought that everything was going to be like perfect like no you was living in a fairy tale because y'all was not together like once you come see me and come live with me it's two different things like a lot of stuff that you don't know about a person you find out once you live with them you know so you definitely got to be careful like you know you just got to kind of see how people move before you move the next step and they should have definitely been more like on the dating phase before they just jumped right into okay let's live together situation then he's trying to pressure her to remove the photos that she has of the kid's father um, that's in the house. But at the end of the day, that's their father. And he's not even alive at the end of the day. So it's like, why would you be jealous of somebody like that? Like, I could never see myself being jealous of somebody else's um, parent who passed away. Like, that's, that's absurd to me. Because the child needs to be able to have those memories. Especially he's saying that he's not trying to replace him. So then why are you trying to like replace the photos or take the photos down? Is He's like, oh, but I, it feels like it's more for you than for them. Regardless of who it's for, she's like, I, tr I want them to know as they grow up that we had something good. You know, it was real. So I'm happy that she's sticking up for herself. But I feel like it's definitely... As time progresses, I feel like it's going to get worse and worse. It just seems like that situation, but I could be wrong. But if he doesn't even have a filter for her young girls, and this is the toxicity that they are going to be, you know, seeing, I feel like it's just going to get nastier and nastier, you know, over time. So now we have Kevin and Tiffany. So with the two of them, Kevin, he ends up pulling up, even though she told him not to come through. He was waiting outside he said for like 45 minutes then this truck pulls up he actually knows the person that's in the truck because this is somebody that he knew i guess from around the way or whatever and and they know some of the same people so then now tiffany she comes down the stairs of the halfway house with like you know because she's moving or whatever and this girl literally <laughs> I don't know if she was going to the halfway house or she was coming. I feel like she was coming out the halfway house. But anyway, wherever she was coming from, she came down with her stuff. And she walks right over to Curtis' car. Like, literally, Kevin is talking to her. And he's and she's, like, literally, like, just ignoring him, which is terrible. And, you know, of course, he's feeling some type of way. He's embarrassed. Plus, he knows the dude. Like, so it's just a really bad situation. He definitely shouldn't have. I mean, but that's how you reveal stuff when you pop up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't say he definitely shouldn't have went because then he wouldn't have known what it is, what it is. You know, like he would have just been at home kind of questioning things, wondering what's going on. Maybe she would have ghosted him a little bit. So, I mean, I'm the type of person that did the same thing. So I can't judge. I can't say he shouldn't have did it. Because, yeah, I'm a pop up queen. Like, what's good? Oh, this was going down? Hi, right. <laughs> you know, so 
um she claimed when she was talking about curtis that he's just a friend that's back in her life and with kevin she didn't want to have the responsibility of figuring things out like she's just coming out she kind of wants to figure herself out kind of wants to find out what her next steps is without having to say like oh you know now i have this whole relationship or whatever so that's why she was kind of pushing him to the side although she did, wasn't really truly honest with him she probably should have said these things you know and stop keeping him guessing and wondering because that hurts more than knowing it is what it is you know like okay i'm out she could have said exactly what she said like i want to figure myself out and see what my next step is and kind of get myself together before we can confirm anything you know but she didn't even have the decency to tell him and i feel like that was kind of like a cop-out by her saying that i feel like she just said it at that moment because she also said that this dude was just like somebody she knew from a long time ago that she wanted to come pick her up so that it would be like, you know, she wouldn't have that stress. But yet she's like, when they was in the car, he's like, yeah, she was like, you know, something about something baby. And then she literally kissed him on the lips. So that's like slapping the other dude in the face. So she's definitely a messed up human being and... She said that another thing that she worries about is the fact that she heard that Kevin is a ladies man. But like, what are you doing? You're pretty much doing what you fear that he would do. Because you're talking about he's a ladies man, but you're being a man's woman. Like, <laughs> I guess, you know, I don't, I don't even know if that makes sense or if anybody, anybody has ever said that before. But that's how I kind of feel, you know. So the two of them confront each other. They're going back and forth. The Curtis dude is calling him short, saying he looked like a little kid and all this. You know, just trying to give him the one-two jabs, trying to disrespect him. And then he's like, yo, I will knock you out. Homie dead puts his face like an idiot. And Kevin literally knocks him out with the one-two KO. Right in front of a police officer. I was like, this, this ain't going to be good. <laughs> better hope this man don't press charges because you literally punched him in the face on camera in front of a police officer like that's all bad things we shall see how this goes like dude looked like he was laid out on the ground hopefully it wasn't as bad as you know the video looked you know hopefully it was some kind of editing involved but yeah that was that was pretty bad finally you know we're going to talk about the star couple harry and indy so the two of them is having issues he went out, like, I just feel like this is not going to work. Like, I feel like he's a disrespectful dude, and she's not she's not about that life. And at the end of the day, she's so impulsive, but she got to remember that she has a kid to take care of, you know? Like, it's not just about you at the end of the day. Like, you packing up and doing all this stuff, and it's all for somebody that you barely even know. And now you see a mad red flags, like we talked about last episode and she did dancing through the red flags like it's carnival you know what i'm saying like what are you doing so homie ain't come back all night comes back the next day talking about he was drinking and smoking like pretty much admitting to these things on camera things that go i'm pretty sure against his probation things that he's not supposed to be doing you literally said that you're doing them so it's like you ready to go back in jail then he's talking he was complaining and he said like he don't want to get married and then he literally he shows no remorse for anything like coming home late or anything making her feel any type of way he's just checking her pretty much and telling her 
you know, like you're complaining too much and you're trying to control me. It wasn't like this when I was in there. Yeah, because there was nothing that she had to worry about. She knew where you were at at all times. Now, she knows that you cheated. So now, this is what she's going to assume. That you could possibly be cheating right now. So, yeah, I mean, we've seen a scene where he was talking to his mom as well later on. And we find out a lot about the dynamics and possibly why he is the way he is with I wouldn't say with her, but just like in general. From what he said, he had to go through a lot of, you know, he had to go through a very bad situation. And perhaps this is why he became the way that he is. You know, trauma does change people. Trauma makes people put up walls and makes them get uh, certain disorders, you know, personality disorders, mood disorders, different types of things get triggered by these types of events that happen in people's lives um so with him he mentioned that his stepfather who the mother used to leave the kids with used to beat them made a scar in his head and then he had to lie about it to her she's like you know i'm sorry i had to work you know i worked all these hours and he's like i know and i forgive you i never really wanted to have this conversation with you but i had to let you know at some point what was happening he's like he said he had to like fend for himself, had to find food for himself, him and his sisters. Like it was a really bad and tough situation. And it's sad when, you know, parents, and you can't necessarily blame them, but I feel like sometimes you got to see the signs or sometimes you got to put money to the side. Like, yeah, you need money, but is it worth it when your kids are being put into bad situations, you know? And that's why sometimes money isn't everything when your kids are going to be destroyed in the end you know i mean you don't ever want to think that you played a part in your child's destruction but sometimes you do you know without even ultimately realizing it like you can scar them for life especially when it's like your mom out of all people isn't there you know so and you don't feel like your birth parent is the person that you can count on to protect you when something is happening you know when you're being hurt or abused or anything like that so harry um he was supposed to go to the eye doctor and indy kind of hijacked that event and said that they're gonna end up going to see a psychic he ain't really too with the whole psychic stuff. Like, he seems very skeptical. He feels like, you know, if you tell them, like, I'm having problems in my relationship, they're going to tell you, okay, yeah, I see you're having problems in your relationship, and they're going to tell you something on, you know, what the what kind of problems or whatever, because obviously you told them that. So she was like, you know, with her psychic, she doesn't really tell her anything. And let me tell you something. Like, psychics, I don't care what nobody say. Like, a lot of them are blessed. Some of them are frauds. Some of them will try to bait you, ask you questions. Some of them will tell you anything. Some of them will just, based off your your um, your zodiac sign, they will say things that you could probably relate to. But some of them are official, real. Like, I've met some that there's no way on this planet that they should know the things that they knew about me. So, you know, being a Caribbean West Indian woman, you know, that's something that, you know, we definitely know that there are people out here that are blessed with that being said he's like mm -mm, like he's just like whatever like i'm not trying to 
you know, put your spirituality or whatever down or anything like that. But, eh, you know, he's just like, I don't really, I don't really mess with that. Like, I don't really believe in all that stuff. At the same time, here goes whoop, whoop, whoop. The cops come, pull him over. Homie is not supposed to be driving because he don't got any license. So here he goes, like, putting himself in more bad situations that can get. It's like he's doing every and anything that could possibly get him locked up. Luckily for him, he just ends up getting a ticket. And Indy, who was should have been driving, ends up being the driver. But it could have definitely went very left because i've seen a situation where somebody said the same thing like they wasn't feeling well or whatever the person wasn't supposed to be driving and they got locked up you know and luckily the person that was in the that was the passenger had a license so they was able to take over but yeah so you never know how these situations could turn out especially you know how petty the officer wants to be luckily enough they had a decent officer who didn't take him in but it could have went very different <laughs> but um that was pretty much that episode i don't know y'all those are my opinions let me know what y'all think about this season these 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 people and their situations down below i'll see y'all on the next one latest